Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Are you in fashion? fashion? Fashion. Do you see what she's wearing for Tom's shoes? I'm Sonia Sly. My heels are killing me. Um, but I was told I have a backstage pass. You will need to get the right pass to get behind me, Pam. Look, I'm I need sorry. to go. Code red, code red, code. We have a situation. I'm taking you inside the fashion industry to discuss trends, the reality behind the glamour, and the highs and lows of a fast-paced industry that never stops. I'm at the Sky City Grand, about to meet Courtney, who is in New Zealand at the moment. She's a buyer, but she's based in Australia, and she runs an online store called Well Made, and it's all about sustainable clothing. You're a Kiwi? Yes, and born in Dunedin. <laughs> right, so how long have you been running your, your brand? I co-founded it with Kelly Elkin, who is a Sydney-based um, fashion designer. She runs an ethical sleepwear label called Alas, and she also runs an industry advisory body called Clean Cut. And probably about 18 months ago, we sort of started chatting about a platform that brought together information about ethical fashion and also um, kind of united all of these little independent brands who are doing responsible things in one place so they were easy to find. Um, And then it just kind of went from there. We actually, in the middle of last year, applied for a grant um, from a journalism body in Australia called the Walkley Foundation, um, which was sponsored by Google. So when we won that, it kind of all took off because we got sort of mentorship from both the Walkleys and Google. Walkleys from the kind of content side of things and Google from the technology side of things. Yeah. How competitive is it to run a sustainable fashion business? It depends on your ultimate goal. Like, it's always going to be niche. If you acknowledge, I think, that the industry around ethical and responsible fashion is always going to be niche, then that's fine. Um, You're so limited with what you can stock and who you can can speak to at the moment um, that it's always going to be a niche site. But I think the conversation around it's growing, and I think there's potential for it to, like have a bigger and bigger space in the market. In terms of like competition with other websites, especially like multi-brand websites, there's not that much happening in Australia and New Zealand. There's amazing like standalone brands doing really good things, but there's not really I wouldn't say there's a website like ours that is solely focused on ethical fashion. Um, there's a few overseas that are doing really cool things, but probably not in Australasia yet. Because yeah. how many how many labels do you actually stock? About 45 now? That's quite a lot. Yeah, it is. How do you manage all of that? 
We've got a really small team, but everyone's really passionate. Um, I think the most important thing that we did when we first launched it, so we're actually um, a marketplace, not a sort of traditional e-commerce store in the way that you think about them. So we don't hold physical stock. We actually reflect the stock levels of the brands that we stock in real time via technology. Um, So that kind of allowed us to stock a lot of brands quite easily. We didn't have to invest in wholesaling, buying wholesale stock. So um, that kind of allowed us to stock a lot of brands and also we were really pedantic about the type of technology that we used at the beginning we were like okay it has to be the best kind of technology it has to be really easy for us because we're a tiny team it's really easy for the brands they have to have to not really do anything because they're all small brands as well who are super time poor so I think the most important thing we did at the start was get the kind of industry leading technology and we were really lucky that we won that grant with Google that allowed us to kind of go into the negotiation process with that technology companies that that were pitching to us with like the knowledge of exactly what we wanted and how it was going to work. I just wonder for those designers, Mm -hmm. if you're a sustainable designer, then, and you want people to buy, because people are buying less and that makes it more competitive. So, you know, people buying less? Well, some people say they're buying less. I feel like... Or not buying at all. Like, I spoke to some fashion bloggers who were like, we're not buying clothes for a year. I think people who are interested in the fashion industry and where the fashion industry are going are actively trying to buy less because waste is one of the biggest problems in the fashion industry. But as a whole, we consume way too much. Like, in Australia, on average, people... uh, throw away 30 kilograms worth of clothing every year, which is like $500 million in wasted spending. So I think, like, people on the whole, like, us are actually buying more poor quality clothing. In our market, which is is the people that you were probably talking to, who are like, we actually care about how this works and we want to invest in good quality stuff, definitely people are buying less, but I think they're, they're thinking about their purchases and they're prepared to spend more on an item to ensure that it's responsible in, in some way, you know? If you are going to buy something, know what you're buying and perhaps pay a little bit more to get something that's going to last longer as well. Now, we actually talked a little bit prior to this conversation (laughs) about vegan shoes because my concern would be, as someone who wants to buy something that lasts, Mm -hmm. is A, are non-leather shoes going to last the distance? Are they going to be comfortable to break in? And, you know, what is it really made of? Yeah, um, that's a massive question that kind of, like, I guess underpins what the site's all about. So while my clothes, when we started, we were both like, okay, the fashion industry supply chain from like seed to retail floor is so complex that it's basically impossible for a brand or a consumer to be absolutely perfect. So the whole kind of, the core of the site is um, about people being able to choose what's important to them in terms of values and reflect that in their shopping decisions. So we have like eight values and you can you can see which values brands meet and shop accordingly. And so what are those what are those values? Okay. <laughs> Vegan, transparency, sustainability, handcrafted, locally made, fair and gender equality and minimal waste. There is a set of criteria that a brand has to meet one of those values and those values are reflected on every product on the site. But like the vegan thing is really interesting because when we first started, which is totally fair, we got a lot of um, questions about, well, you stock leather shoes on the site. 
in my opinion, leather isn't ethical. That's a valid point, but um, first of all, there's a massive question, which is what is ethical, what what is ethical and what isn't ethical, and it's different for every person, which is why we have a set of values. And secondly, yes, when a pair of leather shoes are made, an an animal has been killed to make those shoes. But on the flip side, for a a vegan alternative to leather shoes, the uh, process to construct what is often PU or PVC. It's really environmentally damaging and they also don't break down in the post-consumer process. So, you know, leather being a natural fibre breaks down whereas PU and PVC don't. So you just have to weigh up what's important to you. Like if animal, like rights. animal rights are really important to you, then buy vegan. But if the environment's really important to you, perhaps opt for a leather alternative. To be clear, there is also good leather and bad leather and we pretty much only stock like end-of-roll leather or off-cut leather or byproduct leather, yeah. <laughs> you came to New Zealand Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. How, do, how does one look at buying? What, what's that process like? Do you see like one or two pieces and then think that's going to fit an aesthetic that yeah. is part of our brand? Or how does it work? So I think the most important thing to us was that there's lots of like, I guess there's lots of people making ethical clothing, but ethical clothing is a really bad rap for being really badly designed. Um, then over time, I think a lot of people that are in the ethical fashion realm came into it with like great values but perhaps not a design background or something for it. so for a long time it hasn't been that well designed so it's and been like shapeless clothing kind of like hessian the hessian sack sort of like stereotype yeah totally so it was really important to us that well made clothes was design led because also if something's poorly designed you're not going to wear it which is also waste which is also bad for the environment so and then I guess the second thing is, well, do they meet any of our values? What values do they meet? And then we go into that process um, with them. Yeah, sometimes they part of their range will meet values and part of it won't, so we'll stock the part of the range that does, and some of it, all of it will, so we'll stock it all, yeah. Did you pick up any designers from New Zealand Fashion Week? There's a couple that I want to talk to for sure. I was really impressed with a few collections, and I now just it's exciting to go back to the... To them and talk about their values and whether whether they can meet the criteria for the site. Um, we definitely are going to stock Harman Grubisa from summer 1617 next season, which is exciting. Yeah, um, but there's a couple of the the more the newer guys, which was who were awesome to see, which I was really impressed with. Which hopefully we can get on the site because I also like being a New Zealander who lives in Australia. It's really like I really want to celebrate. New Zealand designers. I think they often get overlooked in the Australian market. That new kind of breed of designers who have an aesthetic, I think, that is way more translatable to the Australian market, like Eugenie, Penny Sage, Wynne Hamlin, they all had something that I think is kind of covetable from like fashionable Australians at the moment. So can you tell me what you're wearing today? (laughs) You know, because it's important, I guess, for you in supporting and buying into sustainability that you're also wearing it? Yeah, totally. So I'm wearing a vintage jacket, which is about five years old. Um, I love vintage and I will still continue to buy vintage. I think if you can reuse an item after it's been used for the first time, that's awesome. I'm wearing a um, dress by Ovna Ovich and I'm wearing Doc Martens, which are not not actually, I guess, responsible, quote-unquote. We stock vegan Doc Martens on the site um, because they're vegan. Um, I'm wearing leather Doc Martens. I've had, but I do strongly believe 
that there's no point in throwing away stuff just because it's not responsible. I bought these Doc Martens about eight years ago when I didn't have much of an idea about ethical fashion and I've had them for that entire time and I don't think just because now I care about ethical fashion I should throw them away because I still get a lot of wear out of them and also they wear so well so there's definitely something to be said about like cost per wear like you know I've had these for eight years and I've worn them like at least once a week for that amount of time so cost per wear is really important when you're thinking and investing in in an item of clothing because again like waste is such a big problem and I just think the worst mentality to have is that kind of throwaway culture where it's like okay I buy this five dollar t-shirt and I wear it twice and then I throw it away yeah and it rips in the washing machine yeah totally you know starts disintegrating before your eyes basically what are your thoughts on fur and vintage fur you know, people in the fashion industry uh, possibly loathe, some loathe to wear it. Yeah, I I would never wear fur, not even vintage fur. I, th- I actually think that vintage fur is fine. If it's getting a second use or a third use or a tenth use instead of going to landfill, that's amazing, so wear it. But from some, as someone who represents an ethical website, I just wouldn't feel comfortable like publicly wearing fur. Um, I don't think there's really any excuse for buying, wearing, making using new fur. We're at the other end of that argument and most people, including myself, think it's relatively unethical to directly kill animals for their fur, yeah. Just lastly, what are the brands you think that we should look out for from some of the sustainable collections that you have? Wellington brand Koto is a a really good example of like a world leading brand that's come from New Zealand that we stock on the site. Um, They're certified fair fair trade, certified organic cotton. They are a world leading company and they're stocked in some amazing like progressive stores internationally now which I think suggests that the the world is ready for those kinds of brands and they're also design led so all of their products beautifully designed as well um they're actually one of yeah one of the sort of strongest brands in terms of ethical values and design that we stock or I think worldwide really um we stock a an underwear range on the site called Nico and they're made of like all sustainable fibers um lensing modal and organic cotton and they're made in Australia certified by Ethical Clothing Australia so their fair employment that is something that's really important to me is wearing like the stuff that I wear closest to my skin is made from a sustainable fibre and that it also matters what you wear underneath your clothing should also be sustainable if not if not because you necessarily quote unquote care about the values just because there's lots of nasty things that go into like conventional cotton and things that that might react with your skin or you know like it's actually nice to know that what you're wearing directly on your skin is organic okay when we first launched the site we were like we want to find vegan shoes it's so hard to find well designed vegan shoes so if anyone knows of good well-designed vegan shoes, please tell us about them. We just got a brand called Rafa, R-A-F-A, which are vegan, like these brightly coloured um, sandals and boots, and they're handmade in L.A. I think those are the ones on the site that at the moment I'm really excited about. There's some really great, massive brands who are doing important things as well, like Patagonia's um, sustainability sort of initiatives are incredible. And there are some like some activewear brands and things that are doing quite quite interesting technologically based things in that space, yeah. That was Courtney Saunders, co-founder of Well-Made Clothes. You've been listening to My Heels Are Killing Me. I'm Sonia Sly. To find out more or to listen again, head to our podcast page on the rnz.co.nz website.
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.